Welcome back, everyone. I saw that Foundry had updated when I pulled it up. Um, can someone who spent more time on it give us any updates? What is actually changed? Uh, it up? was bug fixes. Uh, okay, so I read the, the change log and it was just a bunch of bug fixes. Okay, that's cool. Uh, you guys should not notice an issue. I had to fix a couple maps that were like straight up unplayable, like they were crashing Foundry when I tried to run them. Um, but otherwise we should be good. Alright, you guys have entered a mine in the Causerain Hills at the direction of Casimir hoping to get into, or at least dip your toe within the Underdark, find some relics that Rat Casimir thinks will assist in locating ancient civilization. We've battled some of the uh, Mind Flayer's minions and descended deeper into the cave. You find yourselves at the bottom of the 90-foot shaft where you had taken the elevator or walked down the walls into the base. Uh, around you there is uh, kind of this like twisting and like diving tunnels. There's about six of them uh, just going off in all different directions around you. So is Angry Kitty still sparkling on the backside of uh, Onyx's uh, cloak? You can still you you can tell it is starting to fade. Like it doesn't last very long. It will probably stick around for maybe five minutes. Um, but yes, you can still see the faint outline of a grumpy cat. We were going with no lights, right? So, if I remember right, didn't we have um, Wanda out in the front? And then, wasn't it? I'm trying to remember the exact order. It was like Javid, um, myself, and then we had Casimir, Briar, and uh, Demetari in the middle. And then we had the two cats um, taking up the rear. Is that correct? I don't know that we we um, got out in marching or I sort of thought we were at the uh, we'd all assembled at the bottom and and we're looking around and getting our bearings before deciding in which which direction to trek off. Yeah, I don't know that marching was decided, but yeah, because Dimitari was just with the mushrooms, and I know that she would want to look to see what they were decomposing. Uh, go ahead and give me a nature check. Alright, so... It's... You can kind of tell, roughly, that the mushrooms aren't really decomposing anything. They're just kind of on the wall. 
uh, the walls are damp, and it's likely just getting nutrients from the earth uh, and water from just kind of leaching down. Uh, don't appear to be anything specific that they are consuming. And uh, does it look like there are paths that are, are quite well worn and some less so? I'm guessing that, that the um, uh, Mind Flayer's thralls are um, trekking off directly toward uh, their master. And there are probably some other tunnels that are uh, lightly used, some unused. Sure, go ahead and give me a survival check. You can't tell. It is tough to pinpoint. Um, the mine actually doesn't look like it has gotten much use in a very long time in general. Can we hear or smell anything? Like, you know, is there water, running water maybe, or just maybe an echoing, just any type of, you know, sound or smell of any type? Sure, go ahead and give me a perception check. And if anyone else is keeping an ear out, uh, you guys can make separate rolls or roll with advantage. Okay, I'd like to um, listen for sounds of, of uh, uh, creatures moving or talking or otherwise making noise. Okay, Any, anyone doing a perception check, go ahead and roll for it. Is there any, like, paint or, like, string left over from all the miners' stuff? Uh, go ahead and give me an investigation check. You're looking for, for what, Snow? Wait, you mean Onyx? I'm sorry, uh, yes, um... I saw Chris's head pop up and got confused. Um, the uh, I'm trying to find any rudimentary way to like mark a path that we take. Ah, so, so like ball of chalk, ball of, or... chalk, ball of twine, paint, anything that can be used to like rub on a wall, like make an X or an arrow or of sorts. Yeah. Well, if you have pressed a citation, but it'll only last an hour. So, I mean, I've got spells, but they have a duration limit, and I'm looking for something that's not, like, smashing into the rock. Like, I could drive a pitten into the wall, but that's loud. I can always use ink if we can't find anything. Yeah, I was just going to suggest that, because didn't you say you had ink? Because the only other thing I, I could think of would be, like, um, plants, like, rubbing a plant against it, um, or something like that, but... Maybe ink, if you just like kind of make an ink blot or something. 
could we like make a, a blaze with a um, uh, scrape, scraping something on the wall? Not enough to, you know, not hammering at it, but. So, all right, so Onyx, you begin to kind of like move around. There are carts and uh, barrels and, and a few boxes left over by the miners, but when you pry them open, it's like uh, a, a box of, of uh, you know, mining equipment that's degraded beyond belief. Like, you, you pull out the handle of a pickaxe and it almost like mushes in your hand as you grab it. Uh, there's not a lot here. You can tell that the miners took anything that was valuable back with them, and everything they left was bad 50 years ago, basically. Are there any mining lights? We need the set out of those. I don't know if we should be using lights. No, not you don't use mm -hmm. light. But when you burn the light, it produces soot, which is basically black marking. Well, I have chalk, I just realized, so we could use that. Yeah, if we want to, if we want to have, because um, everybody has dark vision except for Briar and Demitari. And Demitari. So if Demitari, if you want to mark the way with Casimir when you're walking with him, just like mark the walls so we know where we're going in case we hit a turn or something. Demitari, does your owl have night vision? Yes. You could technically cheat and just have him sit on your shoulder and look through his eyes. Well, didn't weren't we having Wanda up ahead? Like when we were up top, we had Wanda up ahead, and Demetari was looking through Wanda's eyes because Demetari can talk, right? She just can't see when she's looking through Wanda's eyes, and so didn't she had her somebody had her hand on her? I don't remember who. So I was um, grabbing onto Briar, and I can talk but can't see or hear while that's happening. But yes, Wanda was scouting ahead just to see if there was any dangers. Eight. How many passageways did you say there were What in this cavern? Uh, six. There are, so there are six, like, real passages that you guys could walk down and you see, like, minecart shafts running down. Uh, but there are, you know, other smaller, like, little, you know, squeezy kind of holes that you can see. A lot of them are dwarf-sized, and even for a dwarf would be a tight, tight, toit squeeze. Wait, like, yeah, did toit. we hear... Hear or smell anything from our perception checks down any of the paths? You also uh, with a 19, you guys can you can't really see or hear anything, um, but you guys would be able to notice that. Uh, off to one side, probably two of the passages are just a little bit more kind of, you know, the air is still and it, and it has like a very particular smell like this is different from the other four. Not quite like, ozone, like but close. Ozone. Like, um, like an underdark? I, I don't know if she would know what an underdark smell is but like kind of like an underdark? under so Javid no. has been in the underdark I'm okay. almost certain uh, and Javid did also get a 19 so I will say that Javid you would be able to tell that this these passages probably go like you know 
very good odds they go deep enough to reach the Underdark. All right. So I'll um, let the others know that that a um, you said uh, there were there were a couple of them. There are two passages. Uh, uh -huh. So one uh, seems to have fewer of these mushrooms growing in it than the other. And um, did we determine what the mushrooms are? Like, ju are they just natural growing mushrooms? When Dimitari was as far as you guys could tell, yep, they're perfectly natural. Uh, I don't think I definitely they... licked one of them. They make a Constitution saving throw. Yeah, like last time we were playing, I definitely said I licked one of them. Like, yeah, like I, the I little, remember that. The little poke with that. the tongue taste test. I don't think I got that. Give me that Constitution saving throw. All right. It does not taste good, and it kind of tingles a little bit. Uh, your tongue goes ever so slightly numb for like a second, and then it comes back. Interesting. And uh, I'll next, if you uh, were to smell that, it, it doesn't... Uh, make you uh, woozy or anything does it no i didn't i didn't i didn't get woozy or nothing from the taste or the smell it's just a little tingle and then move on because i know i i said i pocketed like a handful of them like five or so your hands are fine it's just when yeah, you touch it to your tongue can as i'm watching him did is it can anyone like does is there any reaction when he licks it like physically for watching him like can or does no, it I mean, just you see, like you see him like you know he takes like a, uh, you know they're like little round blue capped mushrooms and you see him like break off a, a quadrant of it and he just kind of looks it and it's fine. I think indeed our resident hallucinogen expert should take a little lick. What's it taste like? It's not good. I thought Briar might be able to use it for meals at night, but. It, I would not recommend. Do you think it might be poison? Yeah, the the numbing is your tip that it's probably not wholesome. Can I tell if it would make a decent blue ink? Um... For what purpose? Maps. Um, for a second there, I thought you said maps. <laughs> yeah, might, might make it a uh, disappearing ink. Ooh, so, that'd be pretty cool. What you would be able to tell based on what happened on Onox's back uh, is that it, it won't stay glowing forever, but it does leave a residue that if you kind of like possibly filtered it and refined it a little bit, you would be able to make uh, a very rudimentary form of ink. All right. Uh, I'm just going to, yeah, I guess pocket a handful. 
All right, you're, you're able to grab, you know, a, a full-on handful. They're pretty endemic to this area of the cave. Well, it's looking like the more walked path would be the one without mushrooms in it. So that should probably be the one that we follow. Yeah, depending on whether we want to follow the more well-traveled one or... Yeah, I don't necessarily... The, the less, so. We, we should go, you know, down the less traveled path if we're going to the Underdark. Yeah, maybe uh, avoid the, the Mind Flare and its thralls altogether. I'll turn to Casimir. Did any of your notes that you got speak of any specific shafts or direction to the Underdark? Or did they just, like, is it like a cliff note that just says, we made it? Uh, I... Unfortunately, this was only a log. Uh, one of the miners, a senior supervisor within the mine, was keeping track of their day-to-day uh, -day operations, and he left behind a record stating that they had, at some point, penetrated the other dark. If you put one on the bottom, but it didn't. It didn't mention a path. What they were mining for when they found it. Maybe there's an ore or an element that we could trace to the penetration. A good idea. We could uh, keep an eye out for broomstone. That is uh, one of the main items that I'm interested in locating. Um, the Azrael, Victoria, you, you, um, uh, you saw Broomstone in, in action uh, when you went after the uh, the sheep, yes? So you, you got a close look at, at what it looks like uh, in, uh, in the ground. We didn't explore the, uh, the skyship, uh, so I couldn't, couldn't say what, what it looks like. But you got to look at the stones, the, the, uh, the minerals, right? Azrael was the one, or not Azrael, uh, Briar was the one who had kept most of the broomstone. Yeah, yeah, sorry, I didn't realize you were talking to me. Um, yeah, no, Bri Briar was all about that. So yeah, actually she still has the flying... Some? Yeah, she has a flying rock in her pocket right now. Oh, oh I thought right. that she lost that. No, she, she at least oh, from what I remember from our, from our, um, point five, she flew up to get it, but she could only get the one. So she pocketed it, and, and as far as I'm aware, she still has it. So, uh, yeah, maybe we should um, uh, risk a, um, a light briefly to get a, a good look at the, the minerals so we know what we're uh, looking for if we're going to try to find a, a broomstone load. Well, I know there are some magics that exist that can find things like this. And I turned to Demetari or Casimir and asked, can either of you possibly look at the weave and see if you can find it? That's an idea. Not that I'm aware, but the weird thing about the broomstone was that it was floating, and I don't know much about it, but is there a chance, and I, like, I turned to Casimir, that possibly if Briar holds this up. Would 
the other broomstone in a way call to it? Is that a thing? Or are they all just their own separate uh, make an rock? Check. Can you tell me a dancer? You're not sure. I don't. You you don't really have uh, a lot of experience with broomstone or any of its properties. Uh, you would know that broomstone, in its natural state, uh, is inert and requires magical assistance in order to become flying. But otherwise, uh, should be it would be safe to hold next to other broomstone. And if, if we knew what it looked like, you know, uh, just comparing the the uh, the mineral to what we see on the walls and ceiling and floor of the passages, maybe we could uh, spot some. See if we're on a a rich vein or of it or uh, or not. Well, from what Casimir told us before, they used to be a part of these giant cities. All right, but the, um, the the dwarves were down here mining it uh, not not a hundred years ago. Yes. Well, we don't know they were mining brunestone, right? They were mining other things, but this, as it, making it the point of my uh, interests, was that they discovered brunestone here. That is my main attraction to this location. Their, their intent. Or at least their stated intent, per the records, was not specifically for Moonstone. Uh, they did not oh, recover okay. it in great quantities at this location. And the the, the Broomstone they recovered was it the refined Broomstone that would have been a uh, Grand City suspensor material, or or was it uh, native rock? I believe at this location it was native rock, but the records were a bit unclear. The uh, Miners did not keep them very well. I believe it may have been a form of tax evasion, but we do what we can with what we're given. Those fucking dwarves. So what I'm hearing is, you guys want to see my rocks? I'm going to pull all my rocks out of my pockets. Yeah, let's, <laughs> yes. let's see your rocks. You pull these small yeah, like... bluish-gray shards out with your palm upturned, and they sit in the palm of your hand. I'm gonna poke them. Hey, uh, thing. Just kind of jiggle them around. See if it'll float. They just kind of roll around in your hand like normal rock. Um, <laughs> what all of you can see is that they are uh, bluish gray. Uh, they have very atypical uh, shape to themselves. They kind of have. They break in like sheets, kind of like shale. Um, can I pick one up? Like, you let me pick one up, right? I guess, but you gotta give it back. <gasps> yeah, so I'm holding it, I look at Kazumi and I said, you said this requires assistance, right? Indeed. Uh, but unfortunately, the uh, proper enchantments were... Uh, are currently not known to very many people. Well, shouldn't any magic cause it to stir up? Oh no, it is a very precise, although from what I understand, a simple series of enchantments required to levitate them. I have a question. So how far away are we? We're like four or five days, right, from where 
uh, Briar originally got the stone from? Yeah, something like that. I'm going to um, tell Wanda to land on Briar's hand and examine the rocks, and then once she's got a good look at it, to see if she can find anything, I guess, in one of the two tunnels. You want Wanda to go look down one of the tunnels? Um, yeah, like, basically have her examine the broomstone and see if she can, I guess, find any remnants of it in, like, down the passageway. Okay, uh, sure, go ahead and give me a perception check for, uh, Wanda. It would probably take her a second, she's gonna have to fly down into the tunnels, um, to look. Okay. She ran into the wall. Wanda, kind of silently down into one of the tunnels. Um, as you guys had discussed, you were more interested in the one that did not have the mushrooms, so she flies down into the darkness of that tunnel. As you guys are investigating the broomstone in your hand, it continues to remain inert. Similar, uh, different appearance, but similar to any rock you've ever held. Can I try to... Uh, I don't want to... Can I try to push, like, low-level cantrip-type magic into it? Um, sure, go ahead and give me so, an arcana check. I don't want to, like, I don't want to, like, try to do... The best thing I got is, like, shocking grass, but I don't want to try to do damage to it. I'm just trying to, like, put some into it. I mean, you can certainly try. Go ahead and give me an arcana check. That negative one, baby. <laughs> You kind of taking it and, and fiddling with it and applying various like types of magics and, and very like low-level spells into it. You can tell that it is not receptive to what you are attempting to. For whatever reason, it just doesn't uh, doesn't seem to respond, doesn't react in any way. You kind of jolt it a little bit a, a couple times with uh, like electricity through it. I just kind of shrug, give it back to Briar. Well, uh, let's take the path less traveled and uh, keep an eye out. I know that uh, trying to identify a mineral by its color and with dark vision is going to be uh, difficult. Uh, not being able to distinguish colors particularly well, but um, maybe something will will. Uh, uh, come to us as we go. We should pay attention to smell. You said underdark smell. So if we follow the oh, smell, yes. it is likely to lead us to the underdark. Oh, yes. Uh, the, uh, but the room stone doesn't uh, give off a, a particular odor. I thought if we were looking for more broom stone, that would be something to look for. But the, uh, the scent of the underdark, a little bit of uh, sulfurous, gassy smell uh, should lead us in the right direction. And uh, I'll say, if we're if we're ready, uh, let's proceed. 
Uh, should we wait for Wanda? Has Wanda not come back yet? Yeah, how far away is she? I can always send her a message. She is beyond 100 feet. I need to send her out for uh, scouting the, the uh, stone, yes? Yeah, but she got a nat 1, so I figured she wouldn't make it far. Are you doing... Or she's got uh, herself lost. Critical role, familiar rules. Where she can always see and hear through her familiar's eyes, but she can only communicate with them when they're within 100 feet. Uh, the seeing and hearing through their eyes is very specifically not possible beyond 100 feet. There are feats yeah. that you can take that allow you to do that, like warlock invocations. So that is not something you would get for free. Yeah, the chain lock specifically specializes in um, the the um, whatever you call it. The I can't remember the word right now, but that, that that's like the whole chain locks thing. So it, that's you only get it through there those feats. I might look into that. Then means she's used so often. And that's the Warlock Invocation feat? Um, that would so, be one way for you to get it, but otherwise I think you'd have to be second level. Yeah, if you dipped into... I don't I don't know if it's the most advisable, especially because you're a wizard and you're prepared casting so that you'd be giving up high-level spells for it. Right, um, like she's just ritual right now, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, well I'm saying, so like if you dipped into a war, because you have to dip into the Warlock class... You would give up going up the wizard line, and I don't know if I would do that. Oh at least yeah, right now I wouldn't want to. Not a good idea. A yeah. I just I know that are there are feats where you can still um, do warlock things, so that's where I got confused. I guess. I was just saying, so the subclass of warlock, there might be a feat that you can you can take some of that, but the the subclass of the chain lock, like that's, that's like their thing. Like that's kind of. So it's kind of hard to to get into it. There might be a feat that gets you an extended range, but I'd have to look. Well, I want to uh, start moving off in the direction of the um, less traveled tunnel that that um, smells like it might lead us to the Underdark. All right. So what is your marching order? Uh, the path is about, it varies between 5 and 10 feet wide. It kind of constricts and, you know, spreads and down and a little bit up here and there. And as you travel, there's like small offshoots to the left and the right, up and down, any direction. But following the minecart track, you're able to continue roughly continuously in this direction. So did we just decide I would be that towards the back. Bones can only um, show magic if they've been infused with it. Okay, cool. So Casimir said. Uh, but okay. again, as you yourselves mentioned that this uh, rock you had here was active at some point previously. Yes, it yeah, shot up through the ground. Yeah. I, I would assume that it is currently still enchanted somehow, or uh, maybe it's worn off. Maybe it is, was activated by something. Who knows? 
I do have magical awareness. I could attempt to look at it and maybe see some more, but I don't think it will work if this is just like a mine. I don't think anybody's infused the entire whole mine with magic, you know? Uh, you only get that like twice a day. I don't know if I'd, I'd waste that. Well, if we possibly triggered the magic by something we did before, what did we do that caused these to shoot out of the ground? We just walked by, right? Uh, yeah, we were just walking into the woods, basically. And they were buried? Not necessarily that we triggered them. Someone underground may have triggered them. Well, either way, food for thought. Uh, let's continue. Um, I can't see anything, so I'm going to need to hold someone's shoulder. Same as Yeah, I also cannot see. <laughs> I'm going to hug up close to the people who can't see and just kind of help guide them through. Like, okay. so it'll be, it'll be the three non-sighted people in the middle and then me right behind them, kind of grabbing them by the shoulders and gently steering them down the walkway. I'd like well, to form a conga line. What yeah, is uh, the why don't you lead the conga line? Yeah, Anox, lead the conga line. So, uh, Javid will be out front. Okay, but also, aren't, aren't we in the uh, in the path that has a bunch of glowy mushrooms, so isn't there, like, low-level light that they can kind of use to guide I their way? I think you guys went down the not-glowy one. No, we decided to go down the less-traveled path, which would be the glowy one. You said it had more mushrooms. So therefore, it's the it, less traveled been path. Less right. The one of the paths has no mushrooms at all, and then the other path does have mushrooms. The one with no mushrooms is the dark one. Right. So we were thinking the one with the mushrooms was less traveled. Okay. Got it. Yeah, we're following the line of mushrooms. So there, there are no mushrooms on the walls either in the less traveled path. But I understand what you guys are saying. So we'll go down the mushroom path. And just in general, keeping an eye out for, or just trying to smell, like, is the sulfur getting stronger as we're heading uh, down the ozone. path? Ozone, sorry. Is the ozone smell getting stronger? Uh, we'll find out in a second if you give me a perception check. But for everyone else, can I get what your marching order is? So we have Javid in the front, and then I know it is... So, Onyx, do you want to lead the Congo line, and then I'll be right behind the Congo line? So, I was kind of figuring that you would lead it, and I would pull it up, pull up the rear with snow, so we can kind of have two people in the back covering backwards. Okay. So, I guess I'll lead it. So, whoever, I don't know if that's because I was thinking, I was like, does someone actually want to touch Azrael? Um, but, um, sure, she, she can lead it. Oh, I do. Okay. I volunteer. <laughs> Just stares at Devatari. She's a little too excited for. I'm gonna give. I'm gonna give uh, Briar a look. Like shh. All right. So Azrael's leading the Congo line now. Yeah. Yeah. So I think the official order is Javid out front, 
and then Azriel, then Debitari, then Casimir, then Briar, then me, then Snow. Yep. All right. Let's make sure we have this. All right, let me see if that looks correct to you guys. Yep. I have a question. Is Casimir, like, chunky? I don't know why, but in my mind, he's, like, this short little chunky dude. No, he's very skinny. All right, well, the scent. Cushion just makes me think he's like a precious little Asian girl, so that's kind of what I said. <laughs> that's just the stat block for him, all right. That's awesome. <laughs> is Wanda back? Like, is she with us at all? She is not. Wanda has not returned. I am taking the opportunity to check for a, a, a pulse and or heartbeat, by the way. I don't think I have that information yet. Okay, uh, go ahead and give me something. Let's see. I mean, like, the amount of stress on your face. I, I don't think that, like, you're touching, like, her neck or something. Like, I mean, she's kind of hard. She's got your, like, shoulder, probably. I mean, I know where the she pulse could, points you know, are. She's right here, and she could kind of, like, there's. There's pulses, like, near you. Yeah. Yeah, because there's. Or I can grab it. you. You can find a pulse, like, up here, I'm pretty sure. Or, it's especially like right, on the left side, you know, your angle yeah, is, like, right, right here. There. Yeah. But, I, I have a th I don't think Azriel's gonna let her, like, touch her neck. That's probably gonna creep her out a little bit. It's probably gonna be, like, trying to, like, move it to the shoulder. Okay, but if, like, I grabbed onto the crook of your elbow, that's normal. True, and yeah, you're right. There is a small pul pulse in the elbow, if you're on the left side. Yeah, I'm not trying to fill, fill her. Uh, I'm just, I'm trying to, like, yeah, like, I'm, I'm not trying to be weird. Weird in a... It's totally weird. Okay. Well, I mean, Dimitari doesn't think it's weird. Oh, yeah, that was... All right. I guess she got nervous. You do not find a pulse. But that's yeah, because you're not grabbing the right place, not because well, you don't feel so pulse. You, you're, you're grabbing for a pulse, and you can't tell if... You can feel one for like a split second because it's, you know, it's hard to, like, just, you can't just grab her and feel for the pulse. Um, so you're kind of, you know, your finger slips every once in a while and you swear for a second you can feel the pulse, but you can't tell if it's your pulse or actually her pulse. Okay, alright, I gotcha. Alright. Javi. You come to a fork in the mine. As you approach, it is dimly lit by a recurrence of the blue mushroom. Smelling, you can tell that the ozone smell is emanating from the left passageway. Uh, my left, not screen left. Yes, your left. 
So uh, on this on the screen, Wanda's gone down the the right, correct, the uh, left. As you guys round the corner, Wanda flies back up towards you, kind of silently over your head, out of the darkness, and alights upon Demetari's shoulders and preens herself for a second. And informs you, Dimitari, that she does believe she has found some of this rock that you were looking for down that passageway. It is quite a few turns away, but it is there. Um, I am going to whisper loud enough, I guess, for Azrael and that's Casimir behind me to hear. Um, <clears throat> and like ask him to pass it down, but... Wanda's found some broomstone in the other passageway uh, that's got a few twists and turns, um, but I'm sure she could lead us there if you guys want. And how, how does that correspond to the um, ozone smell? Does it seem fresher uh, down that direction? More evident, obvious? It is stronger. Uh, so Wanda yeah, tells me that stronger. it smells stronger? Wanda does not smell the ozone. That's all you guys. Okay. All right. Yeah, she I don't know. She that she saw some of the rocks that you're looking for. And, and so the rocks were down mm -hmm. the left path? Correct. All right. Let's, okay, uh, so let's turn let's, down that way because I, yeah, I think that sounds like the way to go. Do we want to go down this a little bit further just in case there's some here as well? Or um, we just want to play it safe? Uh no, that's that's a fair point. We we probably should uh, poke our noses down each uh, to see if what uh, each of these forks, you know, at, at least mm, give them a. I novel. I disagree. We should spend as little time here as possible. We have an objective. We should beat the objective. The objective is to find the underdark. Underdark is ozone smell and brimstone. We know where that's a, is. We should go towards that objective. It's always prudent to make sure that we don't leave uh, a uh, fork with, with possible assailants undiscovered. That is not our, they, uh, our objective. Our objective our, is our to objective get to the is, Underdark. Our objective is to protect uh, Casimir, and if we don't keep an eye out for uh, threats, we are not doing our jobs. We don't need to find threats. We need to find the Underdark. If threats come to us, we will take care of it. There is no reason to go and find anything else. We have an objective. We should go towards that objective. All right. You make a compelling argument. I will uh, turn uh, down the left fork. I believe you guys can move your characters on this map, so. Um, means Wanda's been there already. I will basically just have her be right in front of Javid so she can show him the way. I cannot move my character. How about now? Movement change to free movement. I feel like we've lost the Congo line. 
Kinda. Alright. I keep colliding with the wall. Yeah, those pesky walls, you know. You need to go down and around. Follow the tracks. Alright, who is keeping an eye out? Can I get a perception check from whoever besides Javid? So I'm keeping Javid's Um, uh, Well, so I, I probably... I, I mean, I had rolled before because I had asked about the ozone smell. I can roll again if you want me to. Sure. Yeah, I'm keeping an eye on the rear just to make sure nothing's like tailing us or coming up from behind anywhere. And when we had stood in that um, uh, open space, the, uh, the clearing where all the forks went off, we didn't hear anything down the other passages, noises of creatures, anything beyond the cave drip and such. Correct. Should we run a, or roll a stealth check? Because, I mean, I don't think... For yes. being yeah. loud. If you guys are yeah. stealthing, I definitely need a, a group stealth check from you guys. So we're probably moving a little slow, just because we are, we have blind people and we're trying to be quiet. That's true. I swear, Onyx just, like, kicks rocks for fun. Well, I think something's going on with my computer. It's being super laggy and, like, not wanting to... Like, my dice don't appear in D&D Beyond. Oh, that is weird. You didn't pay the yeah. extra for good dice rolls? Okay, go on AFK for a sec. I gotta go take her up for a nap. Okay. Because, like, my last four rolls have all been fours. Which doesn't really make sense. Roll again, see if you get another four. Yeah, I mean, it. I see you in the game log. It looks like your dice actually rolled because it says you rolled with the sorcerer set. I don't know. Can you try changing the dice, maybe? That's good. I got a four. Let's keep moving. That's true. You did not do well. All right. You think you did well. So we got a 13, 14, 13, 6, 7. Demetari, did you roll? 20. Yes, I did. Yes. Yeah. We're super sneaky. Oh, yeah. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I imagine we're like... Trying to all be quiet and just like falling rocks. over rocks. Yeah. And... As you guys are going, so the the conga line off of Azriel, you are able to guide them away from the walls and the edges. But as they go, there's like missing slats in the uh, minecart track, and like some of them like jut up ran randomly. So every once in a while, you can hear one of them just like kick it really hard and like. You know, knock it, and there's like a crunch and kind of this like sound. 
vibrates away. You guys can tell that you're not exactly being very stealthy. I would like to catch a sneezing fit. <laughs> In the very back, you guys hear Onox just let out a sneeze, and it, like, echoes everywhere. All of Is it, like, lightning that comes right. off, too, as you yeah. sneeze? And when he, as he sneezes, like, you can see this, like, almost flash of light as, like, just this, like, little crackle of energy comes out of his nose. Javid startles, jumps into a, a, uh, a shadow and, and tries to disappear himself. <laughs> I just imagine when he sneezes at electricity, he just looks like he put his finger in a light socket. And just... Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the whole mane, like, kind of, like, stands up for a second just from the, the like, charge. So you said there was a minecart nearby? Well, you are walking it's along a, a minecart. On the track. track. Yeah, but there's not see. an actual minecart. So there are, every once in a while, you can pass, like, old, dilapidated ones. But there's not, like, a working minecart that you can see. Like, that's... Yeah, okay, we, sh well, we should uh, grab one of those and rattle our way down the track. Well, I, I was thinking, like, if we find one sturdy enough, it might be might be fun, you know? If we go downhill, it'd be quick. And we're, we're loud enough. I, I, I don't know. It just it seems like a, a fun idea. Your whispers cut through the silence. Let's, right. let's table until we find a minecart. Then we can discuss. Is so the they're... mushroom changing at all? Like, are there any more or less? Just kind of, you know, regular uh, here and there. Mushrooms growing along the walls. Are there... So you said it's completely silent, and then and we smell ozone. Is there any other smells going on, or is it just the ozone smell? There's, like, a mold smell. You can smell, like, earth. Um... Possibly metal. And uh, we, we know what uh, troglodytes smell like. They are... They smell very bad, yes. You do not notice bad. a troglodyte. There's... I'll say maybe you can notice like a very faint troglodyte odor, but nothing like explicit. They're, they're like a really old... Yeah, uh, you know, there's not one stale feet creature stench. Uh, I guess we'll just keep going even though we're not being quiet like if we hear anything though then we'll stop did you just take off free movement i did ah this. you come to a corner and javid let me stack you guys back up correctly Yeah, it makes sense Javid would actually be that far out. Oh yeah, easily. I, th I think Onyx would be right behind Briar, because Onyx was like kind of guiding Briar. Well, yeah. Briar's in the conga line, right? Yeah, exactly. And then the end yeah. of it is Onyx, so that's what I'm saying. Like, he's oh, actually... Yeah. The end of it is Snow, yes? No, Snow, I thought, was 
taking up the rear, but not actually like touching on it. Oh, the, the conga line. Yes, you're right. Right. So you come to a corner and, and as you're stepping forward, Javid, you suddenly notice off to your left on, at this fork. You can hear heavy breathing, like almost echoing, like. <sighs> I'm going to um, flip back to Azrael and say, stay here. I want to scout. I hear something. We should send Wanda, not you. Wanda's not invisible. But yes, Wanda's very, very uh, sneaky, very stealthy. Wanda can be resummoned. You cannot. You don't know that. Wanda can be resummoned. You cannot. Oh. All right. Uh, so I'll uh, say, pa uh, whisper, pass back uh, Demetari and, and ask her to have uh, Wanda go check out the heavy breathing. We've got an asthmatic up ahead. I pass that along. Okay. Telephone game. Uh -huh. All right. All right. What does Casimir pass on? <laughs> uh, well, she'd only need to tell it right to Dotari, who's the next person in line, right? Yeah. Um, you, you're able to get the, the message well enough. You understand that he's telling you to, to send. Uh, send Wanda down, down the. To the left. Um, the the, the expendable left. one. Yeah. Yes expendable one down the left path as there is heavy breathing there we go there's a message yeah wanda i know they said you're expendable they don't understand um but do you mind anyway okay all right cool so we're gonna send her <laughs> i don't know how far down this is um but i'm assuming i'm not gonna be able to look through her eyes so yeah well i guess we'll go that way and, and are you going to look through her eyes until you can't anymore i guess it's yeah, yeah I, I'd like to, unless it's just like 120 feet worth of boring, sh like, mineshaft, but, I mean, whatever. Okay. Yeah, I'll do it. Right. I'll do Wanda it. just kind of, like, disappears down the path off to the left, uh, and it's pretty much, like, one turn, two turns right there, and, like, Wanda, like, has to make, like, a sharp turn very silently right in front of this, and there's just an ogre in the middle of the mineshaft, just, like, standing there staring into the darkness and what you can see is the ogre kind of like breathes in for a second and then kind of like <gasps> tries to hold his breath and then he <coughs> not very good at holding it so he, he's like trying to breathe silently but he's just end up like coughing lightly and he's just standing there just like thumbing his club kind of looks around a little bit kind of stands there and he is just like blocking the path. He's not squeezing, but he is taking the entire space. Can Wanda so he... squeeze by him? Or is it like literally he's blocking the entire path? She could probably do it, but it would require a check. Uh, and I'll also tell you that this is roughly 100 feet away, so if, if Wanda wants to go past him, you're not going to be able to see anyone. 
Right. Um, but he is looking in the direction that we are. Correct. Hmm. Uh, okay. So, like, is he... You said he's, like, open mouth breathing? He is mouth breathing, yes. Um... Oh, okay. There's mushrooms nearby? There are a few. Could Wanda pick one and then basically try to, like, throw a mushroom into his open mouth? Sure. Go okay, ahead what do you want? and give me a... So Wanda's able to, you know, swoop down and grab, like, a cloth full of, uh, of mushrooms. Uh, I would need a like a dexterity check. I don't. I don't really think Wanda comes with. So yeah, just a dexterity check to see if you can chuck it into the ogre's mouth. Oh man, why? Something's wrong with my computer too. I'm. I'm sorry. Wait. It was not a very good roll in that one. That's awesome. Excellent. She's just gonna go into his mouth, like, completely, and get swallowed by this giant freaking ogre. Alright. Wanda kind of. Can you step away for a second? I'll be right back. Wanda kind of flies up and, like, chucks it at him, and it, like, bounces harmlessly off his forehead, and the ogre kind of reaches up and kind of. Rubs his forehead and like feels like a little bit of mushroom residue. And you see him like lift up the club and shoulder it. And he kind of just starts like shuffling forward slowly. Um, all right, we're gonna send her darting back towards the others. Uh, to and um, as she's doing that, I am whispering, He's coming. Ogre. Alright, um, I'm just gonna go into, like, a battle stance. Like, just, um, kind of get, um, my, my weapon out, and just go into, like, a defensive stance. There's not really anywhere to go, right? Yeah, not really. It's kind of a straight tube. You could go forward and to the right. Uh, or backwards. There's like a little offshoot behind you you could try to hide in, but it's a dead end, so. He seems stupid, and he's open mouth breathing. I tried to get Wanda to throw some of those mushrooms, but she missed. I don't. Maybe we could like surprise him and. And. Be... I don't know what they do. Do they. Maybe they poisoned? We could try and send Briar and have her. Or we that can fight. That is actually not a bad idea if we try to, like, get Briar to, like, throw one at him. Like, similar to what you were trying to have Juan to do, but, like, you know, Briar, like, fly over. She probably has better dexterity. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean... He's probably not going to understand what the wings are. And like I said, he doesn't seem very aware. Yeah, like we, we could have Briar Fry in and we can cover her from... So that way we can be like throwing stuff at him while she's trying to, you know, aim. So that way he's distracted. 
Okay, I'm going to start gathering up mushrooms, I guess, because I don't know how many it's going to take. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to help help you gather mushrooms and be like, Briar! <laughs> Although she can't see, so that might be a problem. Well, we could honestly... Just um, throw light out now? Throw light in his face. Like, surely he's going to take a second, be surprised, and then she's going to see right where to throw it. So, how about I light a torch? So, I'm going to take out a torch, I'm going to light it, and I'm going to hand it to Briar so she can throw, like, the torch at him, and then throw the mushroom right after. So, like, he's, like... Alright. As you guys are doing this, uh, Javid, are you still standing at the corner, or would you have moved back? I would have looked for a nook or cranny uh, that I could, uh, you know, sort of wedge myself into so that uh, uh, perhaps the, the ogre would be uh, moving past me, not uh, not seeing me, not brushing against me, and uh, I get behind it. Okay. So, right, tuck yourself right there. So if he tries to come around the corner, you can be behind. Right. All right. Javid, you see the ogre appear out of the darkness around the corner, and he kind of lumbers forward a bit, and noticing the orange glow of the torch that Azrael has lit, he kind of stops in his tracks, like looking at the corner, the torchlight to his right, and he kind of. Uh oh. Uh. I gotta go tell somebody so I can get reinforcements. Can I just, like, run straight towards him now? Because I I can go about 45 feet. So if I just take the torch and I just, like, run right at him, like, with the torch in his face. Uh, Alright, what are you trying to do with the torch when you get to him? I throw it in his face to kind of, (laughs) like, just, like, get him, like, kind of unsteady to give Briar enough time to fly over and throw the... Blind him. Do that. Exactly. Right. I'm. I, yeah. I'm trying to blind him. I'm. I'm like. I just run up and like throw it in his face. Can I get you guys to roll for initiative? Ogre, how to trashy. You guys are not supposed to be able to see that, and I do not understand why it will not not show you guys that stuff. Oh, I have no idea what it means. It's just funny to say. Alright. Who are we missing? Oh, we're missing snow. Spit it. At 27. 
Is Briar in the combat? I don't... Do I want to be bad today? Yes or no? Do you want to be bad like today? Angular, like in real life. Do I want to be bad in real life? No. Just no. There's one negative man. Well, Azriel, the person that hates bad, is telling you no. Don't no. be bad. No, no, no. This is Crystal telling you to be a good person. Oh. Azriel would say kill bad people. Okay. So did I actually move up to the ogre, or is that... I'm gonna... That this... We're starting combat with... The ogre says, I gotta go back and get reinforcements. Yeah, so... Is there a map? What? Is there a map, or are we all just looking at the black? There is a map. Do you not see the map? I do not see the map. Hold on a second, let me refresh my page. My internet here is pretty pretty. A lot of it is dark though for me, so is there a way that it could just be dark where you're standing? I just had to refresh, I guess. So we're like all stacked up on the corner? Yeah, because we had a Congo line. Alright. Onyx is your turn. Uh, so just hearing everybody, like, talking about it, I'm just gonna move up to the front and then, uh, hold my action to attack anything that comes within range. Okay. Javid, it is your turn. Well, I see a great big ogre in front of me. I'm going to shoot it. And, uh, as this is my first go round, I'm going to shoot it again. Come back. We're in combat. You've been asked to fly some poisonous mushrooms into the mouth of this ogre. On your turn. Alright, what is that? 18, 22 damage? Alright, Javid kind of like rounds the corner, draws up, and like sends two arrows rapidly towards the ogre. And he kind of like takes one and just like sinks into his shoulder. The other one like catches him in like the fat of his gut. He's like, ow, they're shooting at me. Help! And he starts to turn and run away.
his return. So I'm trying to put mushrooms in somebody's mouth? The ogres. We, so Demitari gathered some, some mushrooms and handed them to you and, and said, these are poisonous. Put them in or fly them into his mouth. So I, I will tell you that he is not mouth breathing any more than your average ogre does. It just, that was what he was doing when he was standing there at the corner. Um, or you could just kill him. That's he's awesome. running away now? <laughs> yeah, he's running away now. Is he running away now? Yes. But he's oh, running okay. to get reinforcements to come and kill us. Oh, I see. Well, considering that, uh, I will rage and then try to uh, catch him and cut him real good. Actually, you know what? I don't even think I have rages anymore. How many rages do I get a day? Three? Okay, we have two more then. Okay, so I will rage and attempt to catch him. Sorry, hang on just a second. What is your fly speed? 30 oh, what was that? Well, your speed is 30 feet, correct? Yeah. How far off am I? From the ogre, you're pretty far. I forgot to add Dread Ambusher. like real far off huh let's see is that on each hit or just the first one it's one you can add it to one hit on your first round i'm pretty sure um, um so i can't see him where i am now you well you don't he is standing in darkness actually so you would not really be able to see him very well at all the only light uh, currently is coming from the torch that uh asriel lit Okay, well then, um, can I hear him? Yeah, you can probably, you can tell he's somewhere in front of you in this darkness. He's huge, I mean, you know, it is hard he's to He's running, miss. so, yeah. And he's been bellowing. Okay, I'll try and smack him. Am I in smacking range? Uh, you are kind of at the edge of the light, and you do not see him in the darkness in front of you. Okay, I'll just try to throw a javelin at him. Okay, go ahead and make an attack roll uh, with disadvantage. Okay. How do you roll it at disadvantage again? Uh, I think it's, it's like left shit and then flip will do it. That's what I do. I think, con isn't control the disadvantage and shift the advantage? I yeah. honestly don't know. Mine is it asks me what I want to do on every single roll because I never, I never know what I want to do. Alright. You kind of like huck it into the darkness and you hear it like clatter on the ground just a few yards in front of you. Um, you did make an attack roll at an, at an enemy creature and I don't think the requirement is for you to hit so you do maintain your rage. Okay. 
Oh, I never rolled my rage. Hang on. Do go ahead and roll your rage. That'll be a good, good one. My favorite. Alright, especially because I don't know what they all are yet. Oh god, it's the exploding one again. Yes! <laughs> yes! yes. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna send one at him. Uh, you cannot see him, so unfortunately you cannot use it this round. But you do have it. There is just like a flump in front of you, yeah. and it just like yeah. looks like it wants to just pop. It's gonna fuck somebody up. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's ready. ready. <laughs> okay. It makes me think of Mr. Meeseeks, just pissed that his task isn't finished yet. <laughs> All right. That's such a good one. All right, so you see kind of like shuffling out of the uh, right passageway of the fork, this large ogre. And on his back, he has this like strange backpack and Javid like over your shoulder where you suddenly hear him come out. Uh, and this ogre has like a big shield in front of him and uh, a little mace. Four little goblins poke their heads out of the, like, little backpack that he's wearing, and they go, There they are! Get them! And they just, like, send this, like, hail of arrows towards your group. The ogre bellows, The trap worked! <clears throat> well done, GM. Well done. Well, not as well as I want, but, alright. Uh... The only person they can actually see, I believe. They can actually see Javid. Technically, you are standing in the. Nope. Yeah, how much no, light so is you, giving. You have a normal torch, right? I think it's 1815, yeah, right? Uh, I thought it was 30. Let me double check. I thought it was 3030. If it's 3030, then they can see Javid. No, it's you're right. It's twenty twenty. So it's dim light, bright light for twenty, and then dim light for twenty. So they can see Javid, but he is in dim light. That is correct. All right. And I believe dim light only grants disadvantage on perception checks. Yeah. So Briar would be in bright light, and then Javid would just be on the edge of dim light. Okay. Um, the ogre in the front kind of like raises his shield up in front of him to block himself, and all four of the little goblins just let out this like hail of arrows towards you, Javid.
Alright, your AC is... 15. Two of the arrows hit for seven piercing damage. The other two just kind of like sail over your head harmlessly as these goblins are just like wildly firing. All right, so the targets here. Is the floor of the mine dry? It is damp. So torches, like if, okay, so basically what I want to do is take my action to light my torch and I'd like Oh, to... you can have mine. I was going to hand it to you on my turn. Cuz I that... don't need it. I can oh. I have... you can take it from her if she's willing to give it to you. Yeah, okay. you you can just All take right. it. That way we don't waste a torch cuz I was going to give it to you anyways cuz I don't need it. Okay, then we'll do that. Um and that uh, hang on, give me a second cuz that makes things different for my turn. Um I'm going to move I guess in between um, Onox and Briar, can I see anything at this point with the torch? Let me... Hold on. Uh, you moved to right there? Yep. I gotta move my little light sword. Make sure I actually measured it. It looks like everything but the goblins, or the two ogres would be in dim light, and the goblins would be outside of range. The goblins are on the same square as the larger ogre. Oh, um, okay. They, I just can't put them on his square for some reason. They're all, they're on the same spot, basically the same distance. So you can see, I mean, where you're standing now, you can only see the ogre with the backpack on the four goblins. Okay. Um, then what I'm going to do is try to cast Ice Knife on them. On which one? Um, the ones that I can see, the the ogre and the four goblins. Well, who are you attacking? I believe you have to specify oh, the target. Oh, uh, sorry, the ogre. Goes. I'm going to be attacking the ogre. Okay. Good call. Holy shit, alright. He was dodging and everything, and you hit the shit out of him. Go ahead and roll for it. Nice. All right. Um... Oh, shit. Hang on. That was the wrong one. Ignore that. Okay. All right. There it goes. I can fix the goblins. That's where the goblins are. They're on all on the ogre square. And they move in tandem. Okay, and so, um, if they fail their deck save throw, they'll take 2d6 cold damage, because the shard's going to explode. Everyone within All five right, so the ogre is going to take three, and then the rest of them will take seven if they fail the, the deck save. Got it. This is why I don't want the goblins on top. I clicked the ogre and it moves it to the top, and now I can't click on the goblins. It's fine. You can just have them behind. We'll just know they're, they're there. Well, now I can't click on them. <laughs> All right. Hold on a second. 
what is your your DC is fifteen. Yep. Okay. All right. Just, just the ice explodes. Because they all have three quarters cover, and I don't actually remember how that affects deck saves. No effect on deck saves. Yeah, I don't think so. I think it's just attack. Alright. Okay. Um, and then, so I had a question. I want to cast Hex as my bonus action. Um, and so that would mean that I deal that extra necrotic damage whenever I hit it with an attack. But because I'm casting it after the attack, it won't apply that damage to that one, right? Correct. Okay, so I am gonna go ahead and cast that anyway as my bonus action, and hopefully I'll be able to use it next turn. I normally do that before, but I forgot. And then right. that'll end my turn. The explosion of ice goes off on top of the, like, you catch it in the shoulder and it, like, showers their little encampment on his back. And you see, like, the spray of it, like, just blasts one of the little goblins in the face. And he, like, lets out a shriek and topples off the, the side of it and, like, lands behind the ogre. The other three are, they look very, like, damaged. Like, they're starting to bleed and they've, like, cuts and scrapes all over their face. The ogre is completely unaffected and just... Standing there, shield. That's it for me. I like how it has, like, the negative that, like, kind of floats up. That's kind of cool. Yeah. The other ogre, the one who was pivoting to flee, kind of turns back around and is like, This is my cue. And he moves back in and just like raises up his maul and just <laughs> starts to drop it down right on Brian. He's got a great club, not a maul. It just like connects with you in the air and just sends you like spinning into the ground for 13 bludgeoning damage. But half, yeah. But it would be half, so that would be uh, six. Uh, and then he is... I'm gonna break it. Snow, it is your turn. Alright, uh, at any point if I heard anything coming down the tunnel behind us? Nope. Okay. I'll 
quiet on that front then. I'm gonna move down here and shoot at this guy. Alright, go ahead and roll for it. Uh, he does have partial half, I say half cover from all of the people that you're trying to shoot past. I'm actually gonna do insightful fighting first. Okay. Sorry, it's being very laggy. Unfortunately, the ogre is too deceptive. He seems to have something up his ogre sleeve that you're to Or is it that he's just so dumb that Snow can't read him because he's <laughs> literally just not thinking? You can tell he's marginally smarter than your average ogre. Uh, go ahead and roll your attack if you would like. Unfortunately, as like the ogre is kind of like moving and swinging and readying up another strike with his great club, your bow kind of like skims his shoulder, just like barely glancing off of him. That's it. All right, um, you could hide if you like as a bonus action, I believe, as a rogue. And the insightful fighting is with my oh, bonus that's action. Right, you didn't use it. All right, Azrael, it's your turn. How tall is the ceiling? Ten feet, maybe. So if I so the ogre stands how tall? Eight. Hmm. Okay, I'm gonna climb on the. Can I? I climb up the wall, like kind of climb on the wall, and then like walk over across the ceiling, so that way I'm literally upside down. And like stab the ogre from there. Sure. Actually, just on a note, can we technically call that flanking since Briar and Javid or? I mean, yeah, it is technically. I'm up above, and they're down below. And Briar's really tiny. You could probably flank with Javid from above. There we go. So I'll go. I'll move there, and I'll flank. And so I'll use my uh, my weapon. Uh, 
And then as a bonus action, just unarm strike him. Alright. Um, I think you have advantage. You're oh, do right? yeah, you're right. Okay, let me do those again. I'm sorry. So it'd be 16 and then 18. And then the damage would be uh, 7, uh, seven plus eight. 8. Okay. So, what's that, 15? All right, that yep. hits both of them. You, like, jab him in the shoulder and then just, like, punch him in the face as he's, like, kind of, like, trying to figure out who he wants to hit. Yeah, I'm just going to stay there on the ceiling. All right. The three goblins send another hail of bolts towards Jadeen. Two more strikes connect. For a total of six piercing damage. We're winning! Get him! Alright, Onox, it's your turn. So, me and Javid have the same initiative, and his dex score is double mine, so wouldn't it be his turn first? Sure. Alright. <clears throat> well... <clears throat> I do not like standing in the middle of this mess, so I'm going to take a disengage, trying to move around the ogre, and get out of the light and out of the uh, line of fire of all this. Then uh, cast Hunter's Mark as my bonus action on the Ogre. Okay. And the uh, movement action and bonus action are my turn. Onyx, it is your turn. All right, so I'm going to move up and looking down this hallway. Um, does it look like a dead end? Just from uh, like a quick glance? It looks like they came out of a side passage. Okay, yeah, fuck it. Um, so about, I don't know, two feet in front of that big ogre that's got all the goblins on him, I'm going to cast Shatter on the ceiling above him. I'm trying to collapse that side of the tunnel. Okay. Yes. That's a deck save, right? Um, so no, I'm not casting it on them. I'm casting it on the rock above them. Shatter is an area of effect, correct? 
Yeah. Uh, it is. So it's it's gonna be everyone, pretty much. It'll it'll do double damage on inanimate objects, but it will everything within the area will get affected. It's a Constitution saving throw. And then everything that's stone, crystal, or metal has disadvantage on the saving throw. So a shield, mace, all that kind of stuff also is affected. I thought it didn't affect things that were worn. Correct, it is not. Uh, it's correction. Yeah. A non-magical object non that is not being worn or carried also takes isn't. damage. Okay, I misread that. And my save DC is 12. The ogre seems to barely notice. However... With a just like thunderous crack, and you can see like a few shards of rock like come loose from the ceiling, and it begins to shift almost. Uh, all three of the goblins just get like blasted right off of their little uh, fort and just fling into the sides of the wall. Uh, it is now just the ogre on that side. All the goblins have perished. So I'm going to finish my movement by moving to the other side of the ogre. And as a bonus action, I'm going to use my daunting roar. And all creatures within 15 feet must make a wisdom saving throw of 12. Or be afraid of me. DC 15 whiz save, you say? DC 12 whiz save. Both of the ogres seem unfazed. The big one in front of you just kind of... Mm, little creature wants to fight, huh? Uh, that'll be my turn. Briar, it's your turn. Okay. Well, I'm gonna cut the shit out of this guy. And then, um, five, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. Okay, and then we're gonna send the flump at the one in the uh, tunnel that had previously had a whole bunch of little dudes on it. So, um, I'll cut the guy in front of me first. Do we have an advantage or anything? Because you're uh, flanking, yep. Okay. So to do that, it's shift. Haha, <laughs> yeah. That hits. Go ahead and roll down. And what do I roll for the flumps? 
believe that's just a d6 and they have to make a dex save. Okay. And it's just the one. Who are you flumping? The... <laughs> the guy down the tunnel a little ways. Go ahead and uh, roll your d6 and roll the damage for your battle. Oh, I see the damage. There it is. 11. standing over there in the corner as he's like just now realizing that all of his like charges have perished a little flump just like pop into existence in front of his face like throws up a little fisty cuffs slaps him and then explodes right in front of him and he's like Argh! hell yeah The large ogre, noticing that everyone around him is dead, pretty much. It kind of... Uh... I should probably go back and get help. And he starts to bolt down that pass. Dimitari, it is your turn. You see the large ogre that you targeted a minute ago just runs away. And he looked relatively uninjured, correct? Um, fairly. I would say as far as our ogres go, he was, you know, lightly scratched. Okay, I guess I'm bringing me and my torch down that little hallway. I think that's 30 feet. Yep. You cannot see where the ogre has gone. Okay. Um, well, in that case, the party members that are surrounding the other ogre, um, can I tell if they are hurt in any way? Or, like, I guess what I'm looking for is, like, are could they be in trouble health-wise? Pretty much as far as you can tell, uh, Briar is injured, uh, but the rest of them pretty much look uninjured. Alright, um, I think what I would like to do is, um... Cast Wither and Bloom 
Um, but instead of focus of where I am, because um, I know I'm pretty hurt, I guess I'd like to focus it more on where Onox is, because it should be a 10 foot... Um, yeah, 10 foot radius sphere, and um, I'm going to choose for the ogre to take 2d6 necrotic damage, um, and then the creature of choice would be myself, and I'd like to spend uh, an unspent hit dice to regain a number of hit points equal to that roll plus my spellcasting ability modifier. Okay, go ahead and roll for it. Uh, that's a con save of 15. Okay, so um, I'm assuming my unspit hit dice is from short rest, right? Correct. Okay, alright, let me make sure I'm doing this right. Okay, so that should give me six hit points. Got it. And um, because I dealt him damage, I also do hex damage, which is 1d6. And then that ends my turn. Oh, and also I choose Strength as the ability score for that spell. Alright, well... You watch as the life just like <laughs> drains out of them, this like black wisps of smoke out of the ogre's mouth, and his like skin grows sallow and like wrinkly and pale, and the ogre just kind of collapses in front of the rest of you. And then life energy like green and flowing passes through the air and into Dimitari and like you see like wounds and scuffs and scrapes just kind of seal back up. Alright, and then I'm going to Grim Harvest as well. Casimir is going to move up. Still the mountain, it's your turn. Alright. I'm going to... So that one ogre just took off, started running down the tunnel. Yep. 
Yeah. 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 Alright, my mouth is a pain in the ass. One second. Alright, I'm going to use feline agility. Yep, stop moving. Very technical difficulties. And Grim Harvest gave me six hit points, by the way. Excellent. Can I see down the tunnel? Can I still see the ogre running away? Can you? You'd I mean, only have 60 feet of dark vision. And then... He is around the corner. He is gone. He booked it. Sorry, I had to refresh my map again. So are we out of initiative? I don't think so. Well, I'm going to ready to lose my bow with the next enemy I see. So I'm going to hold my action. Azrael, it is your turn. The ogre in front of you lies dead. Alright, so if I move... Okay, so if I move 45 feet, he's around the corner, so I can't see him. Is that correct? Yeah, you're not able to Because then I'm going to use a key point and do Step of the Wind, um, which allows me to do a dash action as a bonus action, so I'll move another 45 feet. Do I see him then? I guess show me where you are. Well, I can't see. I think it's like... She would be off map with the distance she could move. Yeah. Um, I, I, yeah, I see it's around here. So that's... Let me look. and I'll count off the feet. Give me a minute. Yeah. I Okay. So if I come around... I can get up to him. It's not letting me move my um, my token anymore. You're running into a wall. I might be because I was so I'd be walking along the ceiling, and then is there a way for me to get into there? Yeah, like that. And then yeah. so do I, I mean, you can see him now. He's like shuffling around the corner. Do I see anything else or just him as he's like trying to run around the corner? Uh, just him. All right, I'm gonna do toll the dead. Because I don't want to go up to him right quite yet. So I'm just going to... I'm kind of hanging off the ceiling. I go around the corner. Um, and then I just do uh, Toll the Dead. And that is a 14 ways uh, DC. Alright, you see him kind of grab his head, but he just keeps on moving. Uh, that's the end of my turn. That's all I can do.
All right, Javid, it's your turn. Azriel has run off around the corner away from you. You can no longer see her. All right. Well, I'll call out to the rest who are in the vicinity to say, well, he's run off and if Azriel hasn't killed him, he's going to go for reinforcements. No. Be ready yeah, for a counterattack. Either one. Good. Getting ready to fight a mind flare. Fight a mind flare. Fight a mind flare. Alright, uh, is that the end of your turn, Jadid? Um, I'll, uh, uh, say again. You're just ready in the Yes, uh, ready in action for when I see the next, uh, enemy creature come into view. Onox, it is your turn. Um, I can't move my token, but uh, as I see Azrael disappear, I'm going to call out after and say, Don't chase! We gotta go! And then I'm going to run up beside Snow and use my action to help him so he has advantage on his next attack. In case anything pops out. Prior, it is your turn. Okay, so he just hollered, don't chase. Um, but you know that Azrael is chasing. Yeah. Well, I guess I'll advance further up the tunnel just in case she does need me later. I can move them either. Yeah, DM game's paused, so we can't move our tokens. <laughs> and then I wanted to be like up there, but I couldn't move. Sorry, where were you trying to go? Then I'm gonna just hold an attack, just in case somebody- or ready an attack, just in case somebody comes around the corner. Punch yourself in the face to maintain rage. I do that? Can I smack myself to maintain rage? <laughs> no, it doesn't work like that, unfortunately. Alright. Alright. Azrael, the ogre hoofs it. He is moving quick. Can I hear anything? 
Like, he's just hoofing, but can I hear anything in the direction he's moving to? He's, like, breathing loudly. And, <laughs> you don't hear anything other than just a, an ogre <laughs> running as fast as he can. He, I, actually, as he's going, he, like, you see him, like, unbuckle his, his uh, backpack that's now empty, and he just, like, drops it. It's already in shambles from the thunder wave earlier. Just a pile of wood, basically, he, like, leaves behind for you to just, like run skitter over on the ceiling as you're like chasing him all right Dimitari, it's your turn all right um i want to make sure that azrael and briar don't die and i'm already heading down the tunnel so um i guess i'm gonna keep on trucking Hang on, it's just hard to count with it being dark and everything. I think that's 30. Can I see anything from that point? You should be able to... So there's like an opening. You have moved 40 feet. Yeah. If, if you go back two squares, you'll be right in the opening. Yeah, right there. And you should be able to see me literally just like standing upside down on the ceiling. Sorry, I'll move your... Tw there you go. And I'm... I don't see the ogre, so I'm going to repeat to Azrael. Um, this is a trap. We should leave. Quick question. Um, the ozone smell, is that coming from here or the other tunnel that we were going towards? Like, is it the mine? Like, if we... Is the ozone stronger here or where we were? It is stronger here. Underdark is this way. I am exhausted. I I personally cannot fight much more than this. We th this I think we need to leave and we need to try again. That they obviously knew we were coming. If we come back, it'll be a bigger trap. We're here. We should get to the underdark and get out. Otherwise, they're going to bring more reinforcements while we're resting. We might die. <laughs> All right. Is that the end of your turn? You have not taken an action. Um. Yeah, I mean, that's that's it. I can't yeah, wait. we're just arguing, apparently. Yeah, <laughs> I the corridor. Turn, I guess arguing. For my action, I cast argument. Do I win? That's, uh, we'll see on Azriel's turn. It's coming up soon. Mm. Alright. And...
Casimir is following you, Gil. Snow, it is your turn. Alright, well... I'm going to continue to move down the tunnel. Would you like to join in the argument? No. It's gonna... This laptop is being so annoying. Uh... I feel like we should keep pushing because as we pick off enemies, there will be less to fight later. And I feel at this point we would have to retreat an ungodly distance in order to be able to rest. So we should just continue pushing in a controlled manner. Agreed. Under dark is this way. We will proceed. Alright, Azrael, it is your turn. Alright, I guess I'll come over here so they can all see me, and I'll be like, we need to go to the Underdark, it's this way. And... At that, I will then... I got into a wall, give me a minute. And then I should have a couple more feet. Here, so... I will be here, um, just seeing if anything comes up, because I'm waiting for people to follow me. I don't want to get too far ahead. Actually, let me just move here, back. I'm going to stay here as I'm like waiting for them to join, because I don't want to move too far ahead by myself. Um, and then, as my action, I'll just do um, take a, the defensive stance, so that way, um, in case anything comes up, I'll be alright. But otherwise, yeah. I. I I came in, yelled at them to come this way, and then and then took um, the dodge action, or the, what is it? Yeah, it's the dodge, or defense, patient defense to take the dodge action. There we go. Alright. Uh, are you continuing to chase the ogre, is my question. Uh, no, I, I, I didn't All right. continue to. We will end initiative here. And I think we've been playing for almost exactly two hours. We will take a quick break. We'll come back and we'll pick up with you guys beginning to travel in the direction that the ogre fled. I say, depending on technical stuff and what happens, I may or may not be able to stay on. For the full thing because this computer is giving me issues but i will try
mission and then one like battle shot basically per player. Yeah, no, I, I think it's a good idea. We'll need to rest and do a little bit more research probably, so. Are you taking into account the cost of what it would be to stay at a tavern with the gold that we have? You could just kill a tavern keeper and then stay in a tavern. I mean, if we, if we room together, it probably wouldn't cost more than a couple silver a night. Also, we got quite a bit in our fund. Well, the fund would be used for potions. And the Sorry, I can't hear you. You talking to me or Chris? Did you take the plastic out of your headphones? No, our something about our internet's like acting up today, so we're having like a bunch of connectivity and lag issues today. Yeah. Yeah, but Chris, you, you are coming through a little softer than usual. Well, there, isn't really there a storm going through Connecticut? Maybe the storm is affecting your guys' internet. It's not supposed to hit until like eleven midnight tonight, so we, we're still a couple hours off before the actual storm gets here. Experiencing side effects from the volcano over by Tonga. Yeah, that's what it was. All right. So solar flare. Hey, don't joke about the that. The ogre flare. disappears deeper into the ozone-smelling mine. Casimir, kind of catching up with the rest of your group. Um, are we going to chase him, or do we think now might be a good time to possibly hide and rest? I think we're all a little weary. And he kind of just, like, kicks over one of the bodies of the dead goblins. This is not a safe place to rest. If we rest, we might end up dead. Actually, we will end up dead. Well, I don't advocate for a night's sleep, but stopping, possibly. Right. Um, yeah, that's a, a fair point. Um, some of us could stand to uh, catch a breather. Uh, yeah, we won't be surprised. Not like uh, we're caught and prepared when we're asleep. Uh, and um, it'll give, uh, like, especially Briar uh, and me a uh, chance to uh, sort of uh, refresh ourselves a bit. Did that dead end, that kind of nook that um, snow hit in? Yeah, if I rested, I could recover some of my spell slots, which might be helpful. There are little nooks and crannies and... and hideaways all over the place down here that you guys have seen so far so well just looking at it right here might be the best place because there's only one of them at a time that can come through this tunnel gap so if we just sit here on the other side of this tunnel briar and i can or me and someone else can keep a look on this like bottleneck basically and if anybody comes around the corner only one of them at a time can get through Archers right. in the back, you know, fighters in the front. Yeah, yeah that sounds like we, a good we idea. We can sit here if you guys want. Uh, where you guys are currently is kind of a T. Uh, the 
trail kind of continues down in that direction. Um, I thought that was a dead end. Yeah, sorry, I thought it was a dead end. Kind of looks like one, but it, it does go down. What about the new um, nook up above where like snow was hiding? That is a dead end. Yep. Yeah. So if we go. Yeah, we could go up there. What? Yeah, right there. I don't like uh, dead ends. They don't give us a place place to retreat. I mean, we there really is nowhere to retreat here. Oh yeah. I mean, we we I don't mean, want someone sneaking I... up. If we have just one angle, um, it means that we aren't going to be attacked from both sides. That's why I face the door when we go to taverns. Yeah, I, I feel like a nook is better than a T because then we can be attacked from both sides. If we're sitting in a in a nook, a we know that our um, squishies won't have anyone come up behind, and then the fighters can be up front, and you know it's kind of like a narrow passage, so it's gonna they can't you know come through. Right, they'll have to be like one or two at a time. Hey DM, um, as far as the map goes, are all the bits and bobs on the map like actually part of the scene that we're looking at? Uh, Is yeah, it pretty much? So, like, there's a minecart, there's a few barrels, crates, and stuff like that. Yeah, there's loose items all over the place, relics of the, the mine. And what you guys okay. can see specifically is that through this opening that the ogre came in and out of, uh, it is different. It is uh, a different area. There's, It's more of a natural opening on the other side. You can tell that the miners have gone in there, but it is uh, distinct from the carved mine track area that you're in currently okay well i recommend that like what javid said having a way out is a good plan but if we just block off this little corner where wanda is sitting me and briar can carry the or push and move the mine cart and a couple other things to make it a little more difficult for them to come up and then we have an escape route if we need it And then just use this little nook as like the resting portion, but we still have this path to the left to bounce if we need it. Alright, I'm gonna start seeing if I can move like the minecart up there. Like see if it moves at all. Okay, go ahead and give me an athletics sir. Are there uh, timbers or um, other shoring materials that could be used to further arcade? Uh, yeah, there are loose beams and such around. Uh, Onox, you're able to begin sliding, loudly grinding and groaning, but you're able to move a minecart over toward uh, the entrance to the <coughs> deeper cave. Okay, I want to spend like 10 to 15 minutes while everybody else is like sitting down and resting because I don't need it right now and just kind of build up a rudimentary blockade just to give us some space and then I'm going to post up and keep watch about where they should be coming from, where I believe they should be coming from down that one hallway. Alright, you're able to kind of like 
maneuver the the minecart into position and then kind of like lift it off the track and set it down to where it's this like large shield almost for you. And I think we're gonna short rest here. Just right. take an hour and short rest. Javid, as you are all short resting, and yeah, everyone go ahead and roll your hit dice, do all the stuff for your short rest. Casimir kind of comes over to you. Um, did you find anything in your, uh, you kind of wandered away earlier, and uh, did you find anything that way? I don't remember if you mentioned anything. No, found nothing of, of interest, nothing relating to our, uh, our mission. Nothing at all, really. No, uh, not not that I, I noted was uh, of interest. Wise, there's something uh, you thought I might have caught. Uh, well, you came back with a backpack, so that uh, did strike me as oh. interesting. That was two weeks ago. <laughs> Totally forgot about that. I did find a backpack. Let me uh, take a look and see what's in it. All right. There we go. <laughs> We're opening up the backpack. Backpack, backpack. Are you... So it is uh, a... Hewards handy haversack. So it works similar to a bag of holding in that if you want to remove something from it, you have to specifically call out, basically know that that item is what you're grabbing and then reach in and it'll be right on top and you can grab it. Um, or just dump the whole thing out, right? Or you can turn it inside out and everything falls out. Well, I don't know what's in it, so I'm going to have to do that. All right. <clears throat> So I, I sit uh, cross-legged on the tracks and uh, dump out the haversack in front of me. Maybe you should do it over a minecart in case there's small things so we don't lose anything. Also, there may be very large things, so you might not want to be sitting down. That's all right. He did it. Me sit cross-legged and flip it inside out. We're good to go. All right. DM described the scene. A large number of items spill forth, including a huge pile of rocks. Uh, contained within, uh, you find... Your briar squeal with delight at the rocks. Yeah, just a whole bunch of rocks spill. <laughs> uh, as well as... Uh, a bottle of ink, an ink pen, ten sheets of parchment, a small bag of sand, a small knife, the hilt of a longsword with a very distinct styling, a small cracked glass globe, two uh, pouches, one of them that kind of lands... Can, can you slow down? I cannot gonna, write as fast as you're... Okay. <laughs> I'm just saying it out loud. A small, two pouches that fall forth. One of them lands with, a, you know, quiet, kind of like, sounds like sand... Uh, and then the other one lands, and it sounds like coin. Uh, as well as a book, or two books, I should say. Uh, one of them uh, is a purple bound with, like, gold leaf running around the corners of the book. 
Uh, and then the other one is a small, plain leather journal. I'll put it in here. Um, are people gathering around to take a look at this? Yeah, damn they right. Certainly want to uh, hand out things that will seem interesting to people. Somebody wants to look at rocks, and somebody wants to look at uh, pen and ink and parchment and sand. Is this the fine sand that's used for drying, or, or is this a uh, different kind of sand? It is the contents of a scholar's. Plus rocks. Plus a buttload of rocks. Uh, a thick glass sphere that is cracked. Uh, and then a... I am very interested in the purple book. All right, that's it. So, yes. Bottle of ink, ink pen, ten sheets of parchment, small bag of sand, small knife, hilt of a strange longsword, uh, a pouch of money, 15 days of ragon, rations, 25 knuckle-sized rocks of various shapes and colors, a thick cracked glass sphere, a strange empty pouch, purple and gold book, and a leather journal. For you... Demitari, you speak Elvish. All right. It is a spell. That I do. Woo! Okay. Um, I'm like, I, I sit right beside David, crisscross applesauce, and I'm reading that book. Fucking mainlining magic incantations like a crackhead. Uh, those are the spells contained within the book. Whoa. God damn. Are there any uh, markings or writings on the strange empty pouch? What makes it strange? It is empty. It looks... That, like that it, is strange. It has value to it. Turn that inside out, see what happens. Yeah, I'll turn it inside out. Nothing happened. I'll pick up a rock from the ground. Not one of the fancy rocks that we just dropped out, but a plain old mine rock and drop it in. It sits in the pouch. I'll dump it out. All right. It comes out. Do the rocks that came pouring forth from the haversack match uh, Briar's floaty rock that is he flo isn't floaty? Uh... Go ahead like and give me a 
nature check. Yeah. Can I just put my hand inside the empty pouch? It is. Yep. You put your hand inside. It's empty. Don't feel anything. Nope. I'm waterlining, and I look at Javid and go, "Can I have this?" Oh, please. And uh, <clears throat> anybody else who finds something of interest, uh, please, yes, by all means. And I'll start uh, collecting the uh, 25 knuckle-sized rocks and putting them in the strange empty pouch. We should animate the dead on this ogre and make them fight for us. Okay, so this is my the first time I've ever gotten spells outside of my you know, leveling up and stuff. How does this work exactly? I mean, I have the spell them. There. You have to copy them into your own spell book, right? Yeah, you have to spend, like, time and money copying them into your spell book before you can use them. Okay, but in theory, if I had the time and the money, I could get a third-level spell without actually but leveling up. you would up need to... to have a third-level spell slot in order to cast it. And you can only prepare okay. spells of a level that you can cast. So I could give you Got a ninth it. level spell, and you could put it in your book, but you wouldn't be able to cast it until level 17. All right. Um, okay. And then this is all like, as, as long as I spend the time and the money, and this is written in there, then I can like, for example, I could do Animate Dead anyways. So that would be basically an extra spell aside so, from what I would get from leveling up. So yes, you... Okay. When you level up, because this is the first time that this has come up, I would recommend you pick spells that are probably not in this book. Because you'll right. be able okay. to get them for free out of the book, you know, free in quotes, versus having to possibly go and buy a spell scroll later. Um, but whatever. since you gave her like a whole ass spell book, can't she just choose which book to use every day? No, that's not how the spell book for because wizards their spell book is their focus, so they can only cast or prepare spells yeah. out of their own Your, own. So spell the book. way that it works basically is it's not like a one for one swap. It's kind of like you have taken personal notes on how you cast the spell, and reading how someone else casts it is only going to get you so far. Versus putting it in your own spell book and kind of giving yourself the skills required to use it is is how I would envision it. Yeah, okay. Uh, okay, that makes sense. Required expenditure of uh, nice inks and parchment and so on. Yeah, I think it's like, isn't that like 50 gold uh, worth you're of still, inks and paper? You're still talking about copying spells into her book. She has a whole ass other spell book, which she can create as a wizard. But the, the thing is, is the way wizards, the way casting spells work, they have to cast spells from their own spell book, which is their, basically their focus. So it's like if you were, I don't know, a cleric and you tried to use some other cleric's spellcasting focus, it wouldn't work. Because that's not how you cast spells. That's why I'm asking if he's doing attunement or if he's doing it different, or if he's doing it the way we're talking about, which is copying. He basically just gave her a list of spells that she can copy. Yes, you can um, yeah. spend money and time and put them in your spell book and have them later. Right. And in the wizard subclass, if you read the lizard class, it tells you that you can basically make a replacement of your own spell book so you would have two spell books with the same spells in it. That is if you lose it. I'm or you sure. want to make a backup. 
you can have two different spell books. But they're right, your... but it's your spell book. I understand so that. That's why I'm asking the question. So this is not her spell book. This is just something that she can copy spells out of. So from what I understand this is this is the Half Blood Prince's freaking I got his textbook. I need to make my own notes in order for these potion making thingies to work. Yes. So, okay. I'm gonna do that. No that's not a big deal. Um Alright, cool. Thanks everyone. Glad I'm I also help. looking at the hilt. Uh are there is there uh, writing on it, runes or something? What makes what makes this uh, hilt strange? Is it strange that there's a hilt and no blade? Is it empty? It appears. Uh, go ahead and give me an Arcana check. On. You can tell that this is an elvish blade. Or the hilt is, I should say, um, but it is uh, missing the blade itself. But not only is it elvish, you get the impression that this is distinctly fey. Um, and as you hold it, it like you like almost hear a voice in the back of your head for a split second, and then it goes away. I have a sneaking suspicion that this longsword is magic. It is spoken to me and uh, or so actually, other... Sorry, I should clarify. This is actually not meant to be a longsword. It is large enough that it could be a great sword. You mind if hmm. I take a look at it? Uh, do not mind at all, please. Uh, I'm going to spend my I'm short rest over. studying it to see if I can identify it. Okay, go ahead and give me an arcana check. What are the rest of you guys doing over the short rest? So there is a journal that is left. If anyone wants to read the journal that I wrote. The journal. Okay. Can you read Elvish? No. All right, you can't read the journal. <laughs> I'll read the journal. Ah. You're reading the spell book. Yeah. Yeah, you're absorbing the spell book, please. Yeah, you're way too busy in that spell book. Okay, all right, all right. Way too busy. I just turned it off a, a sword hilt. All right. I will read Snow the book. As Snow tries to read, and I can see he's struggling, and and I'll walk over and like I'll read over his shoulder, reading in Elvin, like translating. Elvish cookbook, guys. Home recipes passed down through the generations. Thousands of years of recipes. Grandma's Limda spread. It is the Journal of Erevan Koalana. Yeah, the great Elvish chef. I have finally decided to see Marquette myself after all these years looking at it through the world of others by Avandra. I am finally going to see. I spoke to Valkram and he agreed. I'll start packing tonight. This is like me reading it to snow or Azrael just reading it to snow very out loud. Do these dates, is there any recollection of these dates? Is this a calendar? 
that I'm familiar are, this, with. This is, the, this is the standard. Well, I don't think you, you guys would all be familiar with. This is the standard timekeeping of Xander. The standard months. Okay, and there's no like year or anything. Uh, it is 792, so it's this year. Uh, excuse me. I'll link it to you so you can look at it. So what you would is that the last date, the last entry is the first of Quinn Pilar. Uh, and Quinn Pilar, that, that date is about a week ago. And I believe uh, that is roughly equivalent to September. So it's like the first of September. Uh, and it's Probably the fifth or sixth currently. So it's from a, like last week is the last entry. Do I recognize the handwriting of the spell book at all? You do not. Uh, for the record, these are selected entries. There are many more than this, but they're all kind of like, you know, very basic entries describing how far he walked and what he had for breakfast and what he had for lunch. Yep. And he saw a bird and... Beans so again for breakfast. Beans again. This ruin, so this 28th of Fesnar, how how far along was that? Like, you That's said it was September. That's like a week and a half ago. Alright, so does this ruin that he's talking about, does that sound familiar at all? Where he's talking about where he got the sword? Uh, no. You, you would not be familiar with it. So uh, hearing it, hearing everybody talk about the sword and everything, I'm going to switch from identifying it to straight up attuning to it. I mean, I wasn't talking about it. I'm, I'm, I'm re- so... In character, I'm just reading the journal to Snow. Right, you read the entry about the sword that yeah. he found in an yeah, elven yeah. ruin. Yeah, so I've heard that. Children. Okay. And instead of attune, instead of identifying it, I'm just going to attune to it. I'm just going to shift. Doop. Like, ooh, magic. Do <laughs> right. I know anything about the ruin? Um, you would know that there are small ruins kind of like dotting the Kazarang hills and, and most of them are little more than like a, a single room of, of something ancient and, and all it is is like three walls and some stones uh, and like you might go to a spot and find what was once the outline of a great tower but now it's little more than like the tracing of its base in the ground from centuries ago um, that stuff's very common and a pile of stones yeah just a big pile of stones and you know probably Half the stones got taken away by villagers, you know, 200 years ago. So is this a female elvish name? Uh, no, it is male. No. But, you know, can you really know? Yeah, they're they're oh, no, so I'm similar. Not... Like, yeah. they, you elves. know, they're pretty right. much non-binary. Yeah, with, with elves, you know, yeah. Is that rude? Is that not PC of me? Well, you know. We're probably dead, so it doesn't really matter. <laughs> they are definitely parrot. Um, Javid 
took this off their brainless corpse, so, you know, you can be as rude as you want to them now. I don't think they mind anymore. Alright, uh, so... Uh, Azrael, you are reading the journal. Demetari, you are reading the spellbook. Uh, Javid, what was it you were doing? It was uh, handing out things, looking at rocks and putting the rocks in the pouch. And... Our, our own personal Santa Claus over here, just giving That's out the right. gifts. Handing out gifts, gift for you and for you. Uh, and then Onox is trying to attune. Uh, Snow is, I guess, listening along to the journal. And Briar, what are you doing? Uh, rest in and playing with these rocks. Alright, there are a lot of really great rocks. Doing doing that like five high rock pillars, just like stacking yeah, them, like balancing them. Shaped, you said. <laughs> they're knuckle like size, so you know they're like that big. Okay. Can you build a tower that's higher than you? Uh, like try. fly up and you know keep making it taller. I don't. Yeah, let's try. Let's see. How many are there? You said it was like twenty-five. Probably not. Oh, okay. You can make a small pile. They are all distinct from one another. That is the notable thing about them. They all look like very straightforward rocks um, that have been broken apart. Uh, but that's about it. Okay, so I'm getting myself a nice little collection. Are any of them like polished or anything? They are rough. Ah, alright. Cool. Just get mess with the rocks. So you guys do still have the cracked glass globe to look at. I'm going to look at the cracked glass globe. Alright, would you like to try... Actually, I don't think you... Are you sure you just... Hold on. Let me make sure. I actually might have done this wrong. Those aren't attunement items. I think you guys could have just used them. I believe the rules for magic items are if it's magic and you get it, you can just use it. Uh, well, I thought it depends. Some some items require attunement and some don't, right? Yeah. Neither of these require attunement, so I believe that means that you can... Then you can it. just use it. All right. The empty pouch, the strange empty pouch, is a Heward's Handy Spice Pouch. Ooh. That's real in their spices. And the cracked globe is a cracked drift globe. So the cracked drift globe, uh, if you're within 60 feet of it, you can cast its command, or speak its command word and cause it to emanate the light spell. So who doesn't have dark vision? Uh, Dimitari and Briar. So... Uh, and the Keyword's Handy Spice Pouch. Uh, belt pouch beer is empty, has ten charges. While holding the pouch, you can use your action to spend one of its charges. Speak the name of any non-magical food seasoning. Remove a pinch of the desired seasoning from the pouch. A pinch is enough to season a single meal. And it regains some charges at dawn. Dibs. Dibs, dibs, dibs. Dimitar. Uh, it was either going to be Briar oh, cooking yeah. or Azrael no. doping or wine. Well, you know what? We can share. Because there's like 10 charges, so I get, you know, we can get some very ghost pepper spices and some normal spices. 
Does that do anything to the food? Like, give you extra health when you add spices? It Just, uh, you know, adds special enjoyment for you to the meals. Okay, I was just curious. Adds taste to otherwise tasteless food. That'd be helpful on deployment. <laughs> That's what hot sauce is for. Giant bottle of tapatio. I don't know, Reagan made me a bandolier of spices for deployment. Like, it was a bunch of, like, glitter tubes that were just packed full of, like, random spices, and it was, like, in a bandolier, and it was awesome. <laughs> Very nice. Nice. I'm here to make this food edible and shoot bubblegum, and I'm all out of bubblegum. All right. The sword does not, or the hilt, I should say, does not attune to you, Anna. Am I able to identify it, at least, though? You are not. In fact, uh, it seems, as you are handling it, that the hilt is specifically resisting your attempts. Could it be because you're not yeah. an elven? Maybe you're just not talking to it right. Let me try. <clears throat> well, I'll give it back to Javid. Yeah. And, uh, did you say that there were um, <clears throat> any writing on the on the hilt runes or anything? side how far are you guys trying to push today uh we're probably gonna go just a little bit longer than be done well damn apparently she's done now yep. <laughs> um yeah just because like i have a whole bunch of friends in town so not that you guys are my friends i don't care about this time i just care about them more i'm <laughs> just kidding it's okay, Chris. We know how you feel. Man, I just feel bad because we spent all day at Breckenridge yesterday and only like eight of us went. You have eight friends? Because dang, that's impressive. Not like, that bad. sounds like bad, but I mean, like, I don't even know if I have eight friends. Jeez. Well, are we counting coworkers? Because if we count coworkers, then sure, but not counting coworkers. Well, see, this is like the meeting of the mind. People you would go to Breckenridge with? <laughs> Some of them, yeah. We, right. uh. So. Yeah, we're good. Sorry. The we don't want to derail the train. Sylvan. It is the Sylvan word for dawn. I'm a morning person. Let me see that. And you can't read Sylvan. You don't know. Javid, when you <laughs> pick the sword hilt back up, in the back of your mind, you hear, not you again. <laughs> Maybe Briar. <laughs> She's Faye. She might. And I'll, uh, I'll sub-vocalize to the sword while I'm holding it. Yes, me. Uh, come out, let's play. The sword does not respond. 
Hey, Briar, touch the sword. Help. <laughs> Sorry, hill. Briar, touch the hill. See what happens. <laughs> okay. I'm gonna touch it. The, suddenly in your head you hear, who, who are you? I say, hello? Hello to you. <laughs> I'm Briar, do you, do you have a name? My name is... Why are you hiding? This is weird. Well, I don't trust anyone. But you seem right. Oh, alright. Uh, well, can I meet you? Like, where are you? I'm right here. I'm in your hand. Oh, well, that's kind of neat. Uh, do you have a name? Yeah, my, my name is, is Dawn. Well, hi, Dawn. It's nice to meet you. Can nice we hear you. this? It's can one sided. We... You can just hear Briar like talking to herself aloud. <laughs> Guys, I think she got a familiar. So, like, where where are you from? I was made in the Feywild. Get out of here. Me too. That's amazing. I haven't, I haven't met anyone from the Feywild in so long. Unfortunately, I don't work the way I did before. He's really upset. I'm sorry. The uh, sword kind of. Uh, Hums a little tune to itself, and then, um, unfortunately it is quite draining for me to do this. I don't work the way that I'm supposed to, but we'll talk again soon. And the voice disappeared. So, quick question. Have I heard any stories about, you know, possessed swords that talk to people? Uh, go ahead and give me an arcana check. you're hearing voices in your head, maybe we, uh, we should seek a, a doctor? You've probably heard, like, myths and legends about, like, you know, super powerful magic swords that could do things like this and weapons and, and whatnot, but not like a... you don't know of any, like, real examples of something like this. I'm gonna introduce her to everybody. Don does not respond. Don is gone. Don is gone. Thinking that this is similar to the familiar thing, I'm going to like shake the hilt and introduce myself like I'm shaking a hand. Hey, I'm Dimitari. I'm glad you found someone. It is a cold wood and iron hilt. It's kind of like twisted, and it almost looks like the the metal is rot to where it looks like it's like the hilt is leaves 
and it's like the stems of a vine kind of twisting down to the hilt of like a flower, pretty much. That's what it looks like. It's okay, Briar. Nobody can hear my familiar either. I don't think you're crazy, but I do think that you should have the, the this little globe thing. It might be better for you to have a light source because I can. I have a torch in my backpack. Does the the drift globe? It does not have to be held, right? Like it'll just float. Uh, it does not float. So it you has just, to be held. No, you don't have to be holding it. It's as long as you're within sixty feet of it. Um, yeah, I don't think it requires a tombmate. Yeah, just if no, you know, it doesn't. If I'm just worried because she has to have word, two hand. You can just okay. say it's command word aloud and it will it will light up to okay. 60 feet away how like how about how big is it um okay. size of a bocce ball a marble uh i'm trying to figure out oh, if it could be like a one pound it says it's one pound and glass can be fairly dense so it's i would imagine it's probably Probably about yeah, the size can, of the remember all from higher. Can, can we tie it to like um, Briar's backpack or something? Yeah, you could probably do something like that. Tie a like a macrame sling. Yeah. Yeah, so that way she can she can fight and it still be attached to her. Oh, so just in the time that we're being being that we've been here. Uh, can we, do we pick any like valuables up off the dead bodies? They have swords and armor, um, but they don't really have like valuables. Okay, yeah. I'm also gonna start kind of poking around in here. Not too far. I'm gonna take my uh, backpack and start loading everything into the. Handy pouch. Okay. I'm gonna toss out the spice pouch and be like, hey, found something better. Here you go. Alright, you're giving the, the spice pouch to Azrael. I'll take it. I'll take it. I was gonna say, I don't think we can give Briar three magical items. Well, to be fair, the spice pouch I'm totally fine with sharing because there's 10 charges a day. Right, so I can hold it for my drinking and then just give it to her whenever she needs to cook for people. Also, are you guys doing anything for the short rest as far as cooking? There is always time. There's always goblin meat. There's a lot of goblin meat. Yeah, because I thought we used up all of our meat. I don't know if I'd eat the mushrooms. Good. I mean, you guys have, like, rations and stuff. You could probably... Whip the rations into something a little bit more palatable than just the. Yeah, can, can we can we try the spice spice pouch with the rations to see if it like makes it actually taste like food? You could probably take the dried meat out of it and like put it into you know convert it to like a stew almost. If no one wants the ink in the pen, I'll take that, and um, I'd also like to know what color the ink is. 
Uh, it's black. Why's it gotta be black? Is it a full bottle? Pretty much, yeah. Poking around in here, do I see anything? Uh, go ahead and give me a perception check. Um, can I tell if these mushrooms, if I, like, made them into a paste, would they make, like, a rudimentary, like, anything to, like, dip arrows in or anything to give them a little more smack? I actually think I'm having the same issue that Trey is, because that's, like, the third four in a row. Uh, so let's look at our online house rules for gathering that kind of stuff. So are you proficient with the poisoners? I am not. Alright, you probably would have. You could potentially like take collect them and like use them with a try to use them with a poisoner's kit like not on the road. But in order to craft any kind of like really rudimentary poisons, you would not really be able to. So, you're proficient with anti with um the herbalism kit. So wouldn't that be like antitoxins? Could you make an antitoxin out of it? Maybe if I had more time, that's not something I can do quickly, like in the underdark or anything like that. It would take me a little bit of time and research to do that. But you could also identify whether or not you could do that with these in the first place. Alright. Um, I think... I think we'll go ahead and pause here. So be kind of wrapping up the short rest before we continue on into the dungeon. Word. I appreciate it. Sorry I'm being difficult today. Yeah, you're being you're fine. Difficult.